the hills. You can be seated. <clears throat> this is, you know, when, when you begin to, to look at the scripture, there are, uh, the scripture is an incredible thing. It, it gives instruction. It gives understanding. It gives direction. And sometimes from the scripture, there is impartation. God imparts something through the scripture. And I believe that this is one of them. This is called a song of degrees. I've mentioned this before, but let me remind us again one more time today. A song of degrees is simply a song of, of, ascent, of ascents. And, and what, this, what this means is, is when they went up to Jerusalem on the feast days to celebrate at, at Jerusalem, they would, they would begin to read these psalms. And as they began to read these psalms, it, it became a more or less a marching song, kind of like we're marching to Zion. Beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're marching upward to Zion, the beautiful city of God. <clears throat> Can you just imagine as they began to walk, as they began to, to sing these songs, as they began to declare the strength and the power of of God. It's also been called a, a pilgrim song because that's what they were doing. They were making their pilgrimage and, uh, to worship and to magnify God. It's a song for worshipers to worship and glorify God. But it's also interesting to note this. <clears throat> I, I stumbled upon this, so, so I thought I would be uh, sure and share this with uh, Kyle and Adasa and of course, Tyler and uh, Vasti. It is traditional for some Jews to place a copy of Psalms 121 in the labor and delivery room. Just saying. But what I want to highlight is this form of worship that David installed in all Israel. David was a worshiper. David led his people in worship to God because he understood the importance of worship. When people could worship the Lord, anything could happen. When people began to worship the Lord, there was no foe too strong for them when they began to worship the Lord. And so it is believed that, that David wrote this psalm after he became king of Israel. And and so David said, I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. This is a statement and not simply a question. But if you read some of the trend, other translations on this, it would, it would sound something like this. Uh, <clears throat> Does my help come from the hills? But David said, I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. Not a question, does my help come from the hills? David never ever had a question from where his help came from. It's really incredible when people start overthinking what they can come up with, isn't it? When people begin to start thinking things out, when you use human reasoning, but in Israel, 
When we saw, when we were there last fall, when we saw the holes of En Gedi, where David and his men were wont to, to stay and, and, and dwell there uh, in safety from King Saul. And, and you remember the stories that, that, you, that you have heard, how that, how that uh, King Saul came seeking for David, looking for him. Now, if you can just fathom this, and if you can remember back when some of the slides were shown where the Dead Sea Scrolls were. It was desolate desolate hillside or, or mountains that, that sheer mountains that go up and, and, uh, and, and in the middle of that mountain might be a cave or, or something and, and there was not a lot of vegetation there it was just, it was just uh, uh, dirt and sand and, and not, not much there pretty desolate and, and why would David say this I will look to, my, to the hills from whence cometh my help because time and time again as David was hiding from King Saul, as he was one step away from, from death, just one uh, a turn away from death, that God directed him, God protected him, and God helped him to rejoice even facing the trials that he faced and the difficulties that he went through. One hill and then another, one cave and then another, and as David reflected back in his life, how that he was just one step away from death, but the hills protected him as God guarded and guided him in that time of his life. Now later, years later, he can rejoice even as he's facing another battle, even as he's facing another trial, because he remembered that God did it before and he can do it again. I look across this crowd today and I watched as many of you lifted a hand when needs were asked that, to pray for, that many of you lifted a hand. There are those of you that are going through trials right now. There are those of you that are facing situations in your life. But I speak this word of God today. I declare it today. I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. You may not know it. You might not even understand it. You may not even be aware of it. But there is an impartation of the presence and the power of God. God is in this place. The Spirit of the Lord is here. As we begin to sing that psalm, as we begin to declare that psalm, as we begin to voice the words of that psalm, something goes forth. Hallelujah. God puts a song within us to sustain us through the troubles that we face. I want you to know something. I, I think you know, but let me remind you. This psalm says God's not asleep. He knows where you are right now. He knows what you're facing. Has any, anyone here ever read this psalm and not felt hope begin to rise anew? We don't even understand really where it comes from. We don't really understand the deportment of this psalm. But when we say those words, I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. I will look to the hills because the hills are representation of the presence and power of God. That God steps in into a hopeless situation. 
that God makes all things well, that God turns our mourning and our weeping into singing and joy. Can't you just feel the comfort and the power when you begin to say, I will look to the hills. You see, my help comes from the Lord. My good friend, Brother James Lumpkin, Jr., he told me he preached a message. And, uh, and in that, he mentioned that people have commented that they're going through hell. He said, you're not going through hell. You can't just go through hell. Once you go into hell, you don't ever come out. You don't go through hell. You go through tribulations. You go through trials. But you have a promise of a change for the better. The, the scripture says, weeping only endureth for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Now, that doesn't mean ever trouble lasts only a night. That doesn't mean ever trial and, and everything that you go through only lasts for, for just a, a, a night. Uh, and, but it does mean this. It means it's only temporary. You're only going through this temporarily. It will not last forever. It will not be this way for the ever and ever. But the Scripture tells us this. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But there's no hope for them. Oh, that's not what it says, is it? Many are the afflictions of the righteous, and there's more on the way. No, that's not what it says. It says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth them out of them all, Brother Lynn. Every one of them. The Lord delivereth them out of them all. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. You're going to go through some things. You're going to face some difficulties. You're going to have some strongholds that, that you face. But understand this. Hallelujah. I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. Hallelujah. David had reason to install this song. He knew if he could raise people's hope that he would lift them out of despair. He knew when he would think and reflect on God and his God's great faithfulness that God would always come through. You know, I mentioned a few weeks ago when I had talked about... Uh, brother and sister Dupree and the things that they had faced. And I, I mentioned, as I talked of Alyssa Dupree, seeing her mother murdered and going through what she went through, even to the point of not wanting to live. They found her, I, I mentioned to you, curled up in the tub in a fetal position, begging not to live. He told me this. Finally, he said, after much prayer, she made this statement. She said, I decided I could either let this break me or I could allow this to make me. And I chose to allow this to make me. When she chose to allow it to make her, she ceased to be a victim and became the victor. 
There's something in this Psalms this morning that heals. There's something in here that, that we need to hear. Brother Jeff, could you come help me? I'm getting ready to close very, very quickly. <clears throat> but there's something that we need to hear. There's a special impartation that goes forth. As I say, I look to the hills. What are the hills? What are they symbolic of? I could mention many, many things that David would mention. I could go on and on about many, many things in, in your life and in my life. But I will say this. When we talk about lifting, I will look up to the hills. I will lift up mine eyes to the hills. There's something that happens to me as we stand today. The impartation of the presence and power of God. The heels represent the strength of the Lord. I choose today to worship God. I choose to lift up the name of Jesus. You've heard much singing about the name of Jesus today. Much talk about the name of Jesus. But Jesus is our hope. Jesus Christ is the answer for your life today. And God is as close as the mention of his name. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I have no idea what is around the corner. I, I don't know when joy comes. I don't know when trouble ends, but I do know this. The Bible instructs us. David made a living by this. David's life was directed with this. He said, when I begin to worship the Lord, something changes. When I begin to magnify the Lord, something changes. Is there someone today is there someone on this Father's Day that as I read this scripture one more time in your hearing, as I read it again that there is an impartation into your life, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. Hallelujah. I'm wondering if there's Someone today, several someones, that you choose just to worship the Lord in the face of everything that's going on, in the face of every difficulty, every trial, every trouble. Would you mind stepping out and beginning to worship the Lord? God, I'm going to worship my way into victory. I'm going to praise my way into the presence of God. I will look to the hills. I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. Hallelujah. Praise God. Would you just begin to lift up your voice in worship to God and allow the giver of life, allow the giver of gifts and promises to speak into your life this day. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.